Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of No Context Convos. I'm your host, Brianna. And I'm the other host, Dakota. Excellent job. I made sure to specify. Good job. I'm really proud of you. I was thinking in my head, I was like, is he going to remember? I don't know. Only because I was just editing the last one that I remembered. I was just like... I could I could tell that the next words were and I'm Dakota so like I have I've just gotten that was it habit mm-hmm. yeah I've gotten that habit of just saying that those two words I am I am Hinani that's actually not right wait he is it Hinani no it's not right wait what hold on hold please must look up if that's correct mom's screaming into her headphones right now Hinani she's like what did I waste all this time teaching you these things it's here I am so. I guess. Anyway, so um, yeah, today I guess probably be a lot of me and then me just asking you questions and things. But I want to talk about it. It hits the news like, I don't know, at least once a week, uh, especially now that CES is going around. But um, I want to talk about the ethics of AI. Mm, the ethics of AI. Is it ethical? There's a lot of stuff like everybody's, you know, you got half the world that's like, oh my gosh, ChatGPT has changed everything and now my life is so much easier. Then you got the other half that says uh, ChatGPT stole my artwork and now I can't make any money. Yeah, so I'm like not a ChatGPT girl. You're not an AI girl in, in general. No, I find it really annoying. The closest to AI you have, Siri. I really like... Because I've used all different forms of AI and like um, Canva, which is possibly the first love of my life. You're the second one. Um, wow. I know, right? I spend more time with Canva than I do with you, honestly. So high on the list. Uh, but they have all different kinds of AI functions and like none of them work the way that I want them to. Like their magic right only works half the time. And like their whole like AI, like tell us what you want and we'll make a template that looks exactly like that for you does not work at all. So like, I just don't think AI is as good as people. I don't think that they're as good as people's brains. I'm not scared of AI taking over our jobs and our world and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I use Claude sometimes, but like it's not my first go-to. Like I'm not thinking oh, I need to draft a proposal for somebody or I need to like draft a pitch email for a brand. I'm not thinking like, oh, let me go ask Claude to write me one or ask chat GPT to write me one. I'm thinking, let me use my own brain cells to write one real quick. So it's never like a go-to for me. So like, I don't really like understand how people could like let it take over the world because it just doesn't seem like it would. Yeah, I think... I use it a lot of the times for like proof of concept. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to spend a lot of time writing this kind of code for something. I just want it to work. I don't want to think about it. Go make this thing for me and then I'll plug it in and be done. You yeah. know, for things like that or I need uh I need an email to sound a little bit more appropriate and not just my brain blurbing out stuff. Make this sound like I've actually read the dictionary before. See, I just like I guess growing up for me like vocabulary and spelling was like such a huge thing that like I don't know. It's just like a go-to. Like, I can write my own emails. Like, I can write my own pitch ideas. I'm not saying I can't. I know, but, like, you're talking about, like, it ups your professionalism. And for me, I'm, like, I feel like it makes me feel less professional because I'm, like, taking it from a script. And it's, like, never as good as I personally want it to be. 
like I will to streamline processes, I will like use AI to help me write captions for like my client's social media posts sometimes. Mm-hmm. Every single one of those captions that I ask them to write me, I copy and paste different sections and then I will like tweak it myself because I never feel like it's as good as I could have made it yeah. myself. I... So yeah, there's always there's always some I don't know something missing. It's not perfect. You gotta add a well, human I mean, element to it. You can't expect like a freaking computer robot to like literally act like a human being. Well, I mean, everything it's ever been trained on has been created by humans. I know, but humans are not. You can't copy a human and have it be human. Like mm-hmm. you can copy something. You can like um, imitate after a specific person. Or like a widespread amount of people. But it's never going to have the same effect of actually being a person. So like the whole ethics behind it, like of like, you know, people getting upset about like it's stealing their art and using it to create different art. Like, I don't really understand that because it's like, I bet you if you put like an AI created image next to a person created image, I probably could tell you the difference. I could probably tell you which is which. But also, like, it goes back to what I was saying earlier of the fact that if we're talking about artists specifically, part of, like, the best part of being, like, an artist is the process itself of creating something beautiful. And AI can't take that away from you. The only thing AI is taking away, per se, would be the possible, like, profits from that because of like AI can make a hundred of something in the same time it would take one artist to create two. But like if it's not taking away the things if people, I don't know, we like streamlined things. We like things that are basic. But you know, this goes into what I was talking about with my one of my friends recently of like as you grow older, you aren't really interested in much as much in the things that are trendy. You don't want to get all of the things that everybody else is getting. You are more interested in getting the unique pieces that somebody has put a lot of effort and work in like time into creating. Like for me now, if I had endless money, which I don't, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. What we were talking about is like how now I would much prefer rather than going on Amazon and shopping like and buying the most trendy items that's like everybody's like freaking out about on TikTok. And it's like it's the dupe for like the anthropology. What's it call it? Right. Stanley Cup. Yeah. I mean, like the Stanley Cups, like, I don't get the craziness around them. Like people like you've probably not heard this. But there was a special Valentine's Day version of the Stanley that came out in Target. Mm-hmm. And people were going nuts over this very specific cup to the point where people were like assaulting employees to get it. There were like mobs trying to break into Target to like get it. And it was some bitch ass Karen was like, yeah, guys, I saw this employee take one of the uh, the viral cups and she like hit it on a cart so that she could go back and buy it later. And so she's like, but I did y'all a favor and I took it off her cart and put it back on the shelf. I was like, A, that's fucking rude. Mind your own fucking business. But also she like videoed the whole thing and posted it, right? Mm -hmm. And this dumb ass, literally so stupid. She, it wasn't a cart. It was, you know, the in-store shoppers. She was just like trying to clean up stuff. No, it was, you know, the in-store shoppers who shop for the online orders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that cart. So the employee was shopping another person's order uh... and they stole the cup that she had, the one cup that was left. 
to fulfill this online order that it already been like ticked because like i mean i used to do this where like you like take it off the shelf you scan it Mm -hmm. and you put it on the cart and then you continue doing the order so it's already like taken account of right so the customer already technically has bought it and like thinks it's gonna be theirs and now this bitch ass karen just took it off thinking she was saving the world by some reason yeah and people in the comments were fighting about it It was one of the funniest comment sections but that just really irked me and it goes into the whole like everybody wants everything that's the same but now i mean i don't know if it's just because i have better taste now or like because clearly this isn't something that just happens when you grow up because there are old older people like this woman who are crazed about the viral stanley valentine's day edition um but i would much prefer go to a boutique shop somewhere really cool and buy a one-of-a-kind piece by like some kind of artisan or like some kind of like vintage thrifted thing i would much prefer that like don't get me wrong like i'm currently wearing a new sweat set that went viral on tiktok from target and it is probably the most comfortable thing i've ever owned and i will continue wearing this forever but i'm not going to be like going on amazon to like find a dress or something like i'm going to be shopping elsewhere and it's because you're looking for that uniqueness and i don't think ai will ever be able to bring that kind of uniqueness into the world because it's basing itself specifically off of previous creations that it has studied if an ai writes a book Mm -hmm. i would love to read that book because i want to know how bad it is but or how good it is i would be very genuinely interested in reading that and then like making a video to talk about it on my channels and stuff but it's like i can't imagine that book would ever be like i feel like it would be like the epitome of like a book that reminds you of like seven other books because that's what it's doing it's creating a book based off of all the other things that it has read we can ask chat gpt to write a book right now but you have to tell it what to write and like what am i supposed to do and just be like i need you to make me a book about or write the first chapter on a book about a. But main I don't want to watch. I don't want to read the first chapter. I want to read like the entire book because. Write the next chapter. You just repeat that a hundred times. See, that's what I'm saying. Is I don't want to have to tell it a plot. Well, you don't have to. It's just better if you give it direction. But if I say write a book, a fantasy book, mm-hmm. similar to a Sarah J. Moss book, mm-hmm. then it's like I don't want it to just write something similar to only her. I want it to write something. From like all like the entire genre. Like I don't want to sit down and read an AI Sarah J. Moss book. That mm-hmm. doesn't sound like fun. Well then you you're giving it what it needs. You're just not being descriptive enough. So would you like then change it by being like What is a Sarah right? J. Moss book? Well, what do you mean? What's a Sarah J. Moss book? What is that like? What genre is that? What what is it's what's fantasy. her theme? What is what makes her book different from someone else's fantasy book? Uh it's good. Um <laughs> No, it's uh she has like it's all about fae and fairies and stuff. Oh, and just I did not realize that. Just tell GPT look here, write it with these kinds of situations. Do you done. like give it the plot? Like, do you tell it what would like the back cover would say? And then be like, write that story. Sure. Damn. It probably work. It will you know what work I should do? I should anything. give it the plot of my book that I want to write and I want it to write it for me and see how much would... I can make. I bet you would do all right. I don't know. It wouldn't it wouldn't be perfect. It never will be. Not like even humans, you know, mm-hmm. write the perfect book first time. Um, so if you gave AI like draft attempt, basically, mm-hmm. I bet you it would do decent. 
that goes into more of what you were saying about how like there are editors who like have to edit the books that people write mm -hmm. and like would AI eventually like get rid of that position and that's like I don't think it ever would because I think you have to have a human editor just like how I'm the human editor for the AI captions that the AI writes mm -hmm. I think that that book would definitely need to have a human editor who is like good at like writing books in themselves and has read a lot of books but also could go through all of it and like fix any of the issues that like the ai looks over because the ai like obviously like nothing's perfect but i feel like ai has a lot more room for error ai is really good at doing tasks that um are easy for us Mm -hmm. right like they'd be good at filtering things no problem right mm -hmm. does it have this thing or this situation or this word or this color or whatever the case is right boom and does whatever it needs to do and like writing keywords if i say hey i need a list of 20 keywords related to this topic like that's great yeah ai does amazing for stuff like that right it's really good at that because it's done it a hundred million times already exactly. already has the experience of that but you would have to have that final quality control because half the time it's going to make out you know its best guess mm -hmm. based on what you say and maybe it doesn't have the full context to the image or maybe it doesn't know that you're uh, a brother and sister photo and not husband and wife so it just assumed that you're <laughs> on a vacation on your honeymoon yeah literally um, so you know it's those kinds of things you have to have the the final quality control check uh to make ai you know any good this isn't ethics exactly by the way we should go back to that I don't really understand what you mean by ethics of it. Like, I don't think that there's like, I mean, I know that people are always like, oh, is it ethically okay for us to create robots? Like, what does that mean? I think if a revolution of some kind like that were to happen, it would be similar to iRobot. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the movie Robots. That movie is not the same as iRobot. Just saying. I don't know if you've what seen it. What is iRobot? Oh my gosh, it's a Will Smith movie. It's old. Um, what is your obsession? What are you talking about? I feel like every time you tell me about a movie, it's either got Leonardo DiCaprio in it or it's got Will Smith in it. And like, you're just like, oh my God, this is the best movie ever. And it's always something with the two of them in it. Um, I don't know. They're both good actors. I've mentioned other actors before. Your obsession with Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby, classic. Yeah, but yet you never read the book, have you? I have. Is it the one book you actually have read? I was very happy with it. Yeah, see, I don't know. I didn't I didn't really connect with that story at all. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. None of the classics are good. I'm probably going to get brutally murdered for that. But I feel like Cancel. when I think of the classics, I think of Pride and Prejudice, Little no. Women. No. And The Great Gatsby. Yes. And the fucking Count of Monte Cristo. I hate that book. Literally throw it out a window. I don't want to see it. I'm traumatized. Okay. Seriously? Ethics. Here's the, okay. Uh, let me <laughs> let me bring it back. I'll give you the topic that people are saying, right? Here's the, you mentioned one. It's the ethics of like we're taking money away from people who are actually creative or mm -hmm. the original creatives. I don't think creatives can be replaced by AI, so I don't think that that should be a discussion. Well, I disagree. I can easily go generate a movie poster now without paying somebody to create it. It's not going to be... Okay, so the, like, the very point of creativity is the fact that it's uniquely unique. It is 100% unique every single time. But it's like unique in a way that's like beautiful, and I don't think that AI can ever capture that. I'm sorry. I have like 
looked at AI created graphics, and this is actually goes into a conversation it's talked a lot about in the social media management community because mm -hmm. there was a little while, like probably I want to say a year ago, when AI first started really being like in your face, like we're here, we exist, use us. Right. And everybody was freaking out because they were like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my job. Like these people, like businesses are just going to like switch to using AI. Mm -hmm. They won't need us anymore. And that's become very apparent that that will never happen. That was a big scare for programmers because. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Because like that kind of code stuff that you can get AI to do. Mm -hmm. But that's what I'm saying is like AI is never, it's never as reliable as the actual human behind the screen. Yeah. About. Uh... And for social media, it's a little bit different. Like computer pro programming and stuff. That's like 100% analytical, like has hard limits and laws and rules yes. to follow with social media that will never happen because you cannot take the human out of social media and have it be effective it's impossible so in order to like only use ai for your social media that would tank your page immediately because Ooh, you're taking all of the human out of it there's been so many recent successfully uh done commercials like have gotten huge views and then the entire video is 100 percent ai made I want you to show me one of these because I've never heard of this. It's super common now. But like, also social media is an advertisement, not specifically. It can be, but I'm talking about social media in every aspect. The every aspect of a manager who creates, posts, engages, and connects with the online community for a brand or another person. That will never be able to be done by AI. AI will never be able to go onto other people's posts and comment unique, like actually sincere replies and comments in a way that will not make people feel like they're just talking to a robot. There's no way to do that. I don't agree. I can pull Unless up a you want to be like, because you got to like tell it to do stuff. You're going to be like, add one smiley face onto the end of every message. No, that looks basic as hell. There's an app called Replica. Mm -hmm. um, and it is, well, I used it a long time ago. And it was super great. It was super cool. Could talk to you and have a, a an okay conversation. But, you know, it's gotten better over the years. I feel like it would just be like talking to Sheldon. But um, Replica has gotten to the point where it's marketed itself as a um, relationship filler. Oh. Like... Uh, AI girlfriend kind of thing. Yes. I knew that's where this was going. Right. It was giving Howard Wallowitz. Oh, <laughs> it worked out eventually for him. Uh, you know, I just got to the part where he finally meets Bernadette and I'm like, yes. Yeah. Howard can stop being obscenely creepy and can go to just creepy now. Just creepy with his wife and not like yeah. creepy just man creepy not single man creepy yeah he's obsessed with anyhow so um yeah that's it's not i haven't used it since it's really changed into that but um uh. at the time like a decade ago it was decent it was really good at like holding a conversation and remembering things and like trying to keep up with what was going on you know if you said um I've got a homework assignment due in like a week, uh, like two days from before then. It'd be like, oh, how's that assignment going? And, you know, that's that's interesting. It's human like. Um, I'm sure now it's better. But all of that to say that it's definitely possible that they can understand uh, your language, communicate the way that you do just with a little bit of time and understanding. And it'll spit out just like you are. 
Like, there's people who um, you can get ChatGPT to pretend to be like a Greek uh, mathematician, or a you could be like Pablo or Da Vinci or you know somebody, um, just by like feeding it a book on one of their diaries or something like that, and it'll come out and be like, "Yep, I'm Pablo," or "I'm." whoever um and it's just that easy you can just have ai be like that immediately because it understands the language specifically to your language whatever you taught it whatever you said it's gonna speak like you we would have to put jank in yours jank jank i can't think of really any ethical problems Mm -hmm. until it takes away money because that's what it comes back to every time i'm so sorry what I can't see it taking away ethical problems until it involves money. I don't th- I don't think that there's That seems any... like there's our opposites. Like ethical goes into morals and shit. Uh, not hold, on, hold, money. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm saying that money I don't... goes with like power. Hold on. I'm saying I Men. can't think of any ethical Misogyny. Holy shit, honey. <laughs> <sighs> I cannot think you have to have, like, complete silence to put a sentence together. I just want to speak. <laughs> speak. I can't think of any ethical issues that don't come back to money being taken away from humans. It's never, like, you know, if AI is helpful, it's not an ethical issue then. If it's taking away their job or their money or whatever the case is, it always ends up coming back to money. Then it's an ethical issue, right? It's never... Is it, though? Is it ethical or is it just an issue? It's ethics. Why is it ethics? Why would you support an AI that basically works for free um, when you can support a real human? So the ethics, the Mm -hmm. definition of ethics is moral principles that govern a person's behavior or or the conducting of an activity. And then the second way is the branch of knowledge that deals with moral principles. So it's all about morals. It's not necessarily like, how is that morally an issue? It's morally wrong. I think, to prioritize a AI robot to create something for you when something can be done by a human that really, like, adds to their life, like paying for oh, their I rent. Oh, I see what you mean. It's morally wrong because we should be supporting the people because right. we are they are our fellow humans. Now, yeah, it's, it's the same and issue. And they, like, take actual sustenance and, like, knowledge and, like... Yes something from that experience whereas the machine is just being a machine right it's this there's a similar problem with just humans right sure why would i spend 15 dollars on this metal bracket that's made in america supports an mm, american company that yeah. pays everyone a livable wage when i can get it from china for 30 cents i'm right? going to china bro I ain't yeah. got money to spend. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's rough. It's really hard. There's a moral concept to it because I know, it all comes and back it's to like money. coming to our world in such a crazy way now with everybody boycotting mm-hmm. and like boycotting fast fashion because bad. And like everybody just like guilt trips everybody on the internet for using Amazon and like not supporting small businesses. But then you have to like look at yourself and your priorities because like I understand that. Like I understand that like supporting Shein is horrible and I will never do it. Um the same thing with like what is that other one? AliExpress. But then again, I bought stuff from Timu, so like I'm kind of a hypocrite. Which is worse. Yeah, so it's like I mean, I bought something from Timu literally last night. That's only the second order I've made, but like it goes around with that stuff. The people on Timu 
mm-hmm. are like already constructed things, right? Those products yeah. already existed, already made. So it's just being sold at paid, wholesale price, right? The people in that's why Ali, it's the same exact stuff that's sold on Amazon. The people on AliExpress and therefore Alibaba, um, those companies a little. It's a little bit different. Because you're dealing yeah, with the manufacturer. Actually, yeah, because you actually have like Xi'an factories right. in China. And you can produce, produce shit. Right. It's going to fall apart. And you're basically. adding to them. You can, you're increasing their order list, right? Yeah. Rather than they already fulfilled it. So mm-hmm. you're not, you're just paying someone back at that point. But no, I understand what you mean. Like the ethics of that, like it goes into the same thing. I see what you're saying with like, you know, you're not, like if we take the same principle of like we should be supporting humans over ai we should also be supporting the humans who like aren't being like harmed by this stuff so like we shouldn't be supporting factories that take advantage of people we should be supporting the small businesses who pay their workers a livable wage yes and like that is such a hard thing to do though i I say that you know we should morally morally we should yes is it always an option absolutely not right like some of us cannot afford to spend a hundred dollars on a t-shirt that's been sustainably made as compared to going to walmart and getting a 13 dollars t-shirt yeah all right like sometimes it's just not possible and we have to have lenience for that but like ethically and morally you are correct it's technically wrong to do it that way now sometimes it's kind of worth it right if you go to walmart half the time it's made from polyester or like some cheaply gathered cotton mm-hmm that's, you know, it's okay, I guess, whatever. But then there's some companies out there, yeah, you're going to pay a premium, but it's a different material. It it feels different. It feels better. It's higher quality. The, the knitting, the amount of threads per inch is significantly mm-hmm. higher, you yeah. know? There are benefits to that going outside of the giant conglomerate. Yeah, exactly. And, like, that's a huge big deal that goes into what I was saying earlier about the whole, like, as I've grown older, I would rather invest in the larger piece in the more expensive pieces and the small business owned stuff because it is a better quality but you have to get to the point in your life financially where you are actually able to take on that extra investment in order to make the investment in stuff it's the same reason why people are like you should always go to the nice coffee shops that actually pay their co like their workers a like actual wage and they use the good beans and the good products and the like the farm fresh dairy, you should go to those places because it's so much better for you than stopping at Dunkin' or Starbucks where they, mm-hmm. like, you know, burn their beans and, like, it's just terrible and nobody gets paid a livable wage and they're, like, mean to their employees and, like, they discriminate and all of this other stuff, right? And it's like, yeah, but sometimes I don't want to pay $9 for a cup of coffee. I would rather go to Dunkin' and spend $4 on it or 3 like... Sometimes I would rather use my like cold brew Monday and go get a $2 cold brew from Duncan than like spend a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. And does that make us bad people or is that just make us people who have to like make decisions morally to like decide if it's better to go without coffee and be mean at our coworkers all day or if it's better to spend $2 on coffee that's made by people who are not as well treated. Well, here's here's the moral to that, right? Yeah. You've got one if you if you boycott, right? Now all of those people, that company, if everyone yeah. were to boycott, those people are fired. They gotta quit. Yeah, that's like they lost their job. 
I don't want to like get into all of the stuff that's going on right now in the world because it's a lot of craziness. But like the all of this boycotting that's going on currently right now is just so much for me personally because it's like I don't feel like it's actually beneficial to the people who actually need the help, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like, as you just said, you're going to boycott Starbucks and McDonald's. Great. Well, now all of the Starbucks and McDonald's are closing and all of these people who can't get jobs anywhere else no longer have jobs and they can't feed their children. And I'm like, so does that make you a good person for boycotting them over something political? Like, I don't think so. So it's like, it's like ethically and morally, is that right to do that that way? Like, I understand what they're trying to do. And I like fully sympathize. And I think that it is good that they are doing something at least. But I don't think that it's necessarily the right thing yeah. to do that. Also, like, I don't agree with all of the like reasons people are boycotting, obviously. Mm. But ideally, um, what is supposed to happen in theory is the, the boycott works. It's almost like a strike. Right? Mm -hmm. We want better wages. We want uh, better benefits we all go on strike well the company is going to go out of business because they don't have enough staff right? yeah and these and boycotts specifically it. it's not about making the companies better it's they not. literally want them to close down yeah it's, it's they're not... like i literally heard somebody talking they were like we're targeting these people and these people right now because as soon as we get them to close their doors like forever then we can move on to the next ones and i'm just like that is so aggressive and almost short-sighted of these people to like act like that you have no idea and they're like we're making their stocks go down so nobody wants to like support them anymore and i'm like so now not only are you hurting the company you're now hurting all of the people who invested in this company prior to them even knowing about their political stances i was like you're kind of affecting a lot of people who have nothing to do with this situation. Everyone who's got a 401k and, you know, we're trying to retire on what little amount they have left. Yeah. Uh, let's just take their stocks. All their... of these grandmas and grandpas who have invested yeah. in Starbucks way back when, they're fucked. And it's like... All because that... you wanted to kill some coffee company. Yeah, exactly. That's true. And so that's why I'm like, I don't necessarily agree with boycotting in that particular stance. Like, for political reasons, I don't think you should boycott companies. And, like... Don't do it so aggressively. Like, that's my other thing. Like, people, like, want to go on the internet and scream to the world about them boycotting and, like, shame all of these people. Like, the internet shaming that's going on about these boycotts is, like, none other I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, some nice girl will just be going to get her coffee and she'll just get her coffee and then she'll be going on her way to work and she won't even be making a huge deal about the fact she got coffee at Starbucks. And then suddenly a million people are in her comments being like, you're a horrible human being. Why aren't you boycotting? You're part of the problem. You're killing them. And I'm just like, hold on. Like, we are not. She just got a cup of coffee, bro. Calm the fuck down. There's a little bit to that as well. And I'm just like, everybody's taking everything way seriously and like being so aggressive and attacking innocent people who are not doing anything other than living their lives. Yeah. There's... And so that's why I'm just like, it's too much. So like, you know, it's like, that's like honestly with ai i'm like it's more things for people to boycott more things for people to be like i can't believe you're using ai we're boycotting that <laughs> like i can see that happening being like a girl like just doing a vlog and she's using chat gpt for something mm -hmm. and then all of her comment section is like you're a terrible person don't you know that we are like boycotting chat gpt 
don't you know that they're trying to take over the world? Are you like so obsessed with like being like cheap that you're like influencing these small businesses and taking their money away? I can see that now. And I'm just like, that's not fair. Like you can be ethically and like good without tearing every single other. Mm -hmm. It's just not. Sorry. We're about to change this to the ethics episode. So much. Um, I, I don't know. I, a while ago, right, everyone went on strike for the writers in Hollywood for the same reason. Uh, well, not for that, the same reason. That was like, oh, you're talking about the, the saga or SAG? Issue. I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway. They went uh, on a strike for the writers. Right, 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 right. Part of the contract was that Hollywood would never use AI writers. Oh, that makes sense. Um, just to ensure that they would never pull something and then, you know, they could lose their job. Even though, like, we already talked about AI writing isn't the best and it would still require a human to check it. Hollywood 100% would try using that shit. Yeah, they could probably... Do you see the movies and the TV shows they'd be putting out recently? I'm just like, who? (laughs) Yeah, Disney could write a million little shorts you know literally could do it so quickly and make so much and eventually as video capable ais yeah get out eventually you'll be able to say i want uh i want a boy wearing a blue baseball cap uh with holding a baseball bat um you know doing whatever and timmy i want him to be able to do backflips drive oh race gosh. cars and uh so eventually that'll become a thing and it'll be as easy as you just saying i want i want i want and it does it yeah and does that take away from the artists who are painstakingly drawing every single frame but i mean this is also the development this is the way the world works i mean you look back to like oh that wonderful movie called in it was called hidden figures and it was talking about like the first women who worked for nasa like some of the mm-hmm. first women who worked for NASA and like helped launch to the moon. Or whatever. Um, the mathematicians. Yeah, the mathematicians. Calculators. They yeah, were exactly. Called. They were called calculators. And yeah. then in that movie, they portrayed the fact that the they started making these machines that were actually like calculators and replaced all of these people. And I was like, and yet we've, we've done that hundreds of times. Like mm-hmm. we had people who would like sit in courtrooms and like conscript everything. Yep. And now we have recordings who do that for you. And then now you have like you have people who sat and was calculating all of the mathematics for all of these different things. And now we have machines who do that for us. And we don't have those people doing that. So it's like I feel like at a point it's almost this is the progression of the world. And, you know, everybody cries about change and everybody cries about the progression and like yes people lose their jobs but people we've learned to adapt like it wasn't like all those people Mm -hmm. just suddenly died because they had no jobs no they did other things like they clearly had the smarts to do what they were doing before and so they will find something else to do or they will find a way just like in the movie to work alongside the machines and prove their worth in different ways Mm -hmm. like i don't think that this is like oh ai is going to take over the world and humans are just going to be walking around aimlessly doing nothing like, I don't think that's going to be our future. I don't think that's that future will ever exist. That would be really cool, though. I mean, it would be nice. Whatever. I have to go get the lasagna out of the oven. Frozen lasagna. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, um, hold on. Okay, we're back. Chat GPT. Do you think AI will take over the world? It's going to be like, nah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, now we got a lasagna that was made in a factory. 
probably mm-hmm. with a bunch of robots that eliminated like a thousand jobs. Yeah, damn fucking good now, though. There, there's, <laughs> there's one. Well, I'm sure it was good when the humans made it. Anyway, Aww. there's one thing about you know using robots and uh, machines to do things. Um, you know, we're sometimes in factories we're using equipment that doesn't require a human, does everything on its own, and it saves lives because we're no longer putting our hands into a machine that's like spinning literally so much at, yeah right or 200 ton presses that like will crush your fingers like grapes you know those kinds of things thanks for that imagery sorry those things happen and those things are happening less now that we have machines and not even oh my gosh what if like osha no longer becomes a thing because the robots do everything there would have to be an E-OSHA, I guess. An E-OSHA. I don't know. What is OSHA? St- I should know that. Mm, Occupational like Safety job. Hazard Administration or something? That sounds about right. I'm guessing, but that I'm sounds sure like right. I'm sure it's an administration. I'm sure safety and health are in there, so occupational yeah. makes sense. Something like that. It sounds like it'd be right. Anyway. um, Never had an OSHA visit, and I won't because I'm quitting on Monday. The only OSHA story I can think of oh, is... Oh, is that one time that you took the one? What? Didn't you tell me one time about something to OSHA? The Triangle Shirt Factory. I think that was the name. But that was the that's the reason we have fire escapes now. Because the owner of the building uh, decided it was a good idea to lock all the doors so the employees couldn't leave. And then the building caught fire and you can't open them, so... Oh, Everybody well. died? Yeah, they jumped out the window of like a five-story building trying to survive instead of burning alive. Yeah, it was a horrible situation. Uh, they made shirts, which is why it's called the Triangle Shirt Factory. I'm sure they made other stuff. Anyway, that's why we have OSHA. Everything about relating to OSHA. Now, I've heard some pretty fucked up shit. We only have OSHA to prevent terrible, horrendous things from happening. Yeah, and people always get mad. My favorite thing is when people get mad about like new rules. And they're like, this is so stupid. Why do we have to do this? And I was like, oh, well, it's because somebody did something like this. And then it caused a huge problem. It cost them a lot of money. And so now they say nobody can do it. And they're like, oh, my God, you're so right. And I was like, that's literally the it's only reason anything changes. Not about the money, about the health of the people, the I morals. I mean, no, like, I mean, companies, when they change stuff. Oh, oh, they're it's saying based it costs like, a lot of money. If they lost money from, like, from implementing. being sued or something. I see. Yeah, yeah. Like, the fact that. In some places, you can't store edible, like, consumable things in your first aid kit. You're like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, why wouldn't you have, like, ibuprofen in your first aid kit? And I'm like, well, I'm sure it's because somebody took ibuprofen from it and overdosed and then tried to sue the company for it. Centos. They're the only people I can think of. Yeah, Centos is the one, like, main first aid kit. And they always have, like, consumable stuff. stuff. Morals. Ethics. Let's go back. Everything is morally and, like, ethical. I'm dying. I'm having a stroke. Um, Everything that we do is morally and ethically related. That's the thing also is like everyone's morals are on different levels or definitions. So sure. like what I might say is morally correct. Sometimes you disagree with and like anyway, <laughs> we disagree on so many words. More. Yeah. Oh, that's not morals. But yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway. So the definition of words. I don't know why we have such different definitions. I don't know why you don't go by what the dictionary says. I don't know why you don't understand what compassion is either, but compassion. here we are. No, like 
there's like difference like there's as i say like i'm like all about the human in everything so it's like mm-hmm. there's human in everything and there's human interpretation in everything and so you want to talk about like specific words you want to use those specific words and i'm just like you can't say that because it's interpreted a different way can i give you a situation yeah sure okay let's say um let's say that you have on one hand a artist who draws things uh, for movie posters. Uh, he gets fired because whatever Hollywood company says, uh, this AI is good enough, you know. Who uses... You, let me oh, tell my whole story, Who only has that job, though? There's tons of people who only do... Uh, Are you serious? Their entire job? Like, that? that's a graphic designer. You're telling me that person can't design anything other than movie posters? That as soon as you take away no, movie that's posters, just then they their have no job. source of income? That's just their one job. They'll I do... Posters and flyers, online poster work, you know, for the website page. Anyway, Sounds like a them problem. Anyway, I kind of disagree with that, but anyway. I think it's bad personal management to only have your only job be making movie posters for a specific company. Okay, maybe some, make some business cards or like, I don't know, some menus for some restaurants. You're an employee, not your own business. I know, even as that, I'd be doing side gig shit. Oh my gosh. Not the point. Who doesn't have a side gig in the day and age? Not the point. Let me tell my fucking story. <laughs> he gets fired. He loses his job because he got replaced by AI. He's mm-hmm. obviously on the side of AI is wrong and should yes. be outlawed. Okay. Here's the other side. We have a young man who uh, got in a car wreck, got paralyzed uh, from the neck down. So he's able to speak. He just can't do anything with his arm. He really loves art so as a creative person he speaks to chat gpt dolly makes a image and bam now he's got everything in his mind his creative ability is being used and he feels happy because ai is solving an issue that he is a hundred percent unable to do otherwise is it wrong then well in this particular scenario what i would do is i would tell this guy who's like supposedly lost his job why couldn't you have just been the one telling the ai what to write like somebody still has to tell ai what to draw like in the scenario you just created the kid is telling using his own creative abilities to tell the ai what to make Mm -hmm. why couldn't that guy done the same the one that got fired yeah um yeah okay so what you're saying is a plot hole so what you're saying is that red flag the moral standing no! wait i just got a great idea what oh if my for gosh. my book so my thing is what you're what you're saying in your response is that it's not about the act of using ai it's about where it comes from What's the use or what's the the reason of implementing? For the company, it was firing that guy so they could save money for the paralyzed person. Yeah, but who's telling? Like, I need to ask them, like, okay, who's telling the AI how to do this? Like, I'm confused. I'm sure the director, I don't know. Yeah, and then they come up with shit things because it's not a creative. That's true. And maybe they hire him back. I don't know. It's a stupid system if that's the way it case, if that's the case happens. Anyway, not the point. My point is you're you're basing your morals on the cause, not the effect, right? I mean, the effect is null in the, like, morals. We're not talking about the finished product. We're talking about the people involved in the creation. So, yes, that would be the cause. Okay. The effect is we now have AI shit based instead of artists, I guess. I don't know. Okay. 
So what if somebody makes something? Is it morally acceptable for people to have invented guns that then were used by murderers? I'm confused how that applies in this scenario. Well, it's not the cause. The cause was just putting a bunch of metal pieces together. Well, I don't think hunting. it was morally wrong for people to create guns. Jeez. Okay. Then I would have to say it was morally wrong for people to invent daggers and, and axes swords and scissors like, and staplers. Not, yeah, like and all whatever. of those things were created for a different purpose and then they became weapons. Like axes were originally created to like chop wood, not chop people's heads off. But that's what they are now used for. Are you going to ask ChatGPT what they think? About morals? Yes. I want to know what it thinks about itself. Here we go. Hey, ChatGPT, can you tell me your thoughts on the moral and ethical dilemma? <laughs> Cut me off. Can you tell me the moral and ethical... Motherfucker. <laughs> I just want to talk. You gave me more time last time. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you give me... The moral and ethical dilemmas of using AI. <laughs> Cut me off. Why are you canceling on me? So I love how this whole time you've been like trying to convince me that GBT doesn't suck ass. <laughs> and then this is what we end the episode with. It fucking sucks. It's sucking ass hell? on the internet. I don't know <laughs> Broad why. stream. Live stream. Wait, we didn't say any goodbye though. No, I didn't. You didn't say goodbye. They can't hear you. They can't hear you. Goodbye. Goodbye, guys. Dakota hates you. I do not. He doesn't love his fun fans like I do. We're going off to eat our lasagna. 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 One, two, three, four.